welcome to another episode of Simplify Your Business, Amplify Your Life. Today, I have a special interview, and it's kind of a full circle moment with this interview. I have the fabulous Lindsay Badillo on today, and Lindsay is an incredible mentor and was my mentor for the last year. Lindsay is a marketing coach, online course creator, and public speaker. Lindsay's work spans from directing the long-term marketing strategies for online businesses to delivering workshops and trainings to a variety of audiences. Lindsay is the lead marketing coach and coordinator for a seven-figure business development program and is currently in the process of self-publishing her first book. Outside of work, Lindsay can be found taking road trips with her family and snuggled on the back deck reading a piece of fiction. You can dive more into her work by listening to her growing podcast, Aligned and Wealthy. All right. I am so excited that I have Lindsay Badillo on for an interview today. Um, she is absolutely fabulous. Lindsay is an incredible mentor and she was a, my mentor all last year. Um, and it's so cool to have her on this podcast. It kind of feels like a full circle moment. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I, it really does, Jill. It's awesome catching up with you and just seeing uh, where you are now and how things have changed for both of us. So many changes. It's like you said, oh, status quo. So it's like in many ways, things are still the same but also they're so incredibly different. So I'm so honored and humbled and excited to be here with you and to have this conversation. So thank oh, you for having me, Jill. Thank you. I'm honored as well. But for my listeners, um, why don't you give us a little bit of your background and what got you to where you are right now? Oh, I feel like that's such a loaded question. And now that I'm on the other end of it, like, cause I asked that same question to, to my podcast guests, I'm like, tell me a little bit about yourself. And that's such a loaded question, but, um, I guess in short, I, Oh, let's, let's take it back. So I actually was a first grade teacher formally by trade. I have my certificate up on the wall um, it will actually expire this summer. So I am going to look into renewing it, renewing it just because I like to say I'm a certified educator. Um, but anywho, so I was a first grade teacher and really I knew that I love, I, I do love teaching people. Like it is in my heart. It's, it's what I'm passionate about. I love seeing the light bulb moment go off. I love organizing, structuring, making things teachable and digestible, um, you know, learnable, not just teachable, but also learnable. Like, can you learn it? And then can you implement it? So I am naturally a teacher. And however, whenever I got into teaching elementary, I was teaching first grade. Um, this was pre pandemic. This was like pre all the craziness. And I, unfortunately knew that teaching would not be for me um, in, in the elementary field, at least. I knew that that would not be for me forever. Um, and it wasn't necessarily the kids or the system even. It was more so the fact of like, I just cannot show up every single day you know, to the same place, same building. Like I need fast paced. I need something fun. I need something different. That's how I thrive. So um long story short, I started a blog and made millions from it. Just kidding. No, I didn't. <laughs> I did not do that. But I think whenever we're looking for online work, um, we all start with a blog, you know? <laughs> so yes, you can relate, right? Um, so I started with a blog and literally had no idea what I was doing. Um, found coaching and invested into my first coach. I started out as a relationship coach. Um, I had been through 
lots of stuff relationship wise and just, you know, some grief and things like that growing up. So I had a lot to bring to the table and into the, into the, you know, connection arena and helping people connect. So I said, okay, you know, the, the, the words of the wise are to niche down claim what kind of coach you are. So I did that as relationship and intimacy coach, actually. Um, and I focused on that for about a year, maybe a little bit less than a year. I'd say it was a little bit less than a year. And, um, then the pandemic did come and I had several of my friends reach out to me and say, Hey, Lindsay, like I would like some help on this. Like, how did, how are you signing clients right now? Like how, how is it working for you right now? Um, what are you doing? So it really happened by accident. My first business clients, quote unquote business clients, um, were actually people who I had been in previous masterminds with. Like they were actually like my peers that wasn't, that, that were in previous programs with me. So that was really cool. Um, because I think it also comes to the fact of like, you never know how and how and where you'll connect with the people that you meet inside of your programs and your masterminds and the courses that you take. So um, it was really cool to like help them. And then it just went from there because I found that at the core of business, at the core of signing clients, at the core of um, marketing yourself is building relationships. And so it, it was just yeah. such a natural progression to go from, okay, I'm a teacher, then I'm a relationship coach, and now I'm teaching business, which it's ultimately, you know, teaching in relationships. So it's, it's teaching people how to um, build relationships with their audience, with their communities that will ultimately be a beneficial relationship for both of you. You know, it's like, how can I serve you? And can you serve me? Will this work for us? And can I help you get to, you know, point B through this container? So anyways, business was such a natural progression for me. Now, <laughs> over the years, let's see, that was back in 2020. Yeah, 2020. And oh my goodness, it's 2022 right now. Can you yeah. believe that we're like almost six months into 2022? I know. I what? Know. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's so weird to even say that out loud. But so in the last two and a half years, a lot has changed, but also a lot is still the same. So I'm still working with fellow business owners. Um, I have broadened my, my, my niche a little bit. So I'm working with a multitude of business owners from coaches and consultants, service providers to, um, I'm actually the head marketing coach inside of a company called seven figure MSP. And we work primarily with uh, cybersecurity and it experts. So completely opposite end of the rainbow, you know, you got cybersecurity people over here and you got, uh, lolly dolly energetic coaches over here. So, so different. Um, and, and yeah, it's just been a really awesome transition. And I think that it's also, a really cool time to, to just, to just own what it is that you do. And no matter what quote unquote niche that you're in, but just own what it is that you do, um, stay true to yourself. And ultimately to know that like your marketing strategy, quote unquote, is universal. So it's like, if no matter what it is that you're choosing to do, the really, um, core pieces of marketing are going to be the same. They're going to say the same. It's build relationships mm -hmm. to your own horn. Tell people why it is that your values are worthy of being purchased. Like, why is it that your, that, that your company is the go-to company, you know, and, and staying consistent. Those are, those are really the, that, that's what, what's at the core of an effective marketing strategy. And with that, it's like, you have to check your alignment with it. You have to yeah. check 
are you in alignment with your business structure? Are you in alignment with what it is that you're coaching or teaching or serving in? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that Jill here, you have service providers, you have coaches, you have um, consultants, you maybe even have some brick and mortar business owners that are listening. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's like at the core of your marketing strategy, I don't care what it is that you're selling. Like you have to check your your alignment with it all and say, okay, is this what I really want to be doing? Like, is this really the way that I want to do this? Because if you're not in alignment with it, that's going to trickle out. Like we just talked about before hit and go, but it's like, it's going to trickle out to every other piece of your life. So, you know, just, just looking back, I guess in the last three to four or five, even longer than that years and seeing how much has changed, it's all been because I was checking that alignment and I was checking and, and for me, there was no other option. Like, it's like, for me, it's like, if I'm not in alignment with it, I like literally it's like my five-year-old, she'll just sit down and pout. That's how I am energetically. It's like mentally, I'm just like sitting down and pouting and I just can't do it. I just can't, um, you know, everything feels hard. I feel so much resistance. Um, sales obviously take a hit, you know, um, like it feels like you're not getting the results. Your clients aren't getting the results. Everything feels like shit. You know, am I allowed to say that? Sure. (laughs) Everything just feels harder whenever you're not in alignment. So, um, yeah, if if you're feeling that in your business or if you're feeling that with your marketing strategy, check in. Yeah. And I know both of us, um, just recently had a little sabbatical from the social media, like Instagram. I still am on sabbatical. I know you took a long period there. So tell me a little bit about that and what that did for you. Oh my God. It was freeing freeing. It was so freeing. If there's any word that comes through, it's just like freedom. I just remember feeling, and I really am not like the type that's like addicted to social media. I've always had a very, I would say a very good balance, you know, just like, Hey, I would turn, I wouldn't even get on it on the weekends because I have two kids, a husband, like we're doing real life stuff, you know, outside of Instagram. So I didn't even feel before, like it was like, Oh, it's an addiction, but I felt this pull to just get clarity, like to just sink in and to sink deeper into my life and to sink deeper into my values, my vision to get into alignment, you know, like it it was just this feeling of like, I need to sit, I need to sit and I don't need to hear or to see or to consume anything from anyone else other than myself and my family and the clients that I'm serving, like that's it. And so it was, it was such an awesome experience. Um, it was supposed to be 30 days. Well, then it was like the 30 days rolled around March 1st hit. And I'm like, I could keep going. (laughs) It went a little longer than that. Um, and even now it's still very, very light. My usage there is very light. Um, it also allowed me to zoom out and to see, Hey, there are so many other marketing opportunities than just Instagram or Facebook. You know, I know a lot of business owners deal with feeling very heavy or, or feeling very um, forced to show up a certain way or to, to market themselves a certain way or to post content every single day. And, and out, those things are effective if you're in alignment with it. Absolutely. But whenever it feels heavy and it feels forced and it's, it's a chore every single day to do it, again, that energy trickles outward, right? So, so my advice there, if anyone's thinking about this, give yourself a break. And if taking a month scares you, if, if taking two weeks scares you, give yourself a week, take seven days off. I promise you, whenever you log back in after that seventh day, 
you're going to realize that nothing has changed. <laughs> not like everything is fine. Um, and it, that was eye opening also to come back in and to realize it's the same stuff happening. Like it, it's, you know, you're scrolling and you got people <laughs> up there in the stories talking about the same stuff, selling the same things, yeah, saying the same things in a different way, you know? So, um, yeah, if, if you're feeling that call, like zoom out a little bit, take the break, and then you're going to be forced to get creative with your marketing. Then you're going to be forced to get creative and to think outside of the box and to explore other wholesome avenues of, Hey, how can I put my services out there? How can I sign clients? How can I bring more customers into my pipeline? You're going to get really creative if, if you have no other option, right? You know, um, I think we have this thing where our business is online. So you have to be on social media or whatever. And it's like, what, how did businesses grow prior to social media? They, there were ways of marketing that are still good today. (laughs) Yep. Connections, your network, word of mouth. Absolutely. Um, having a good old conversation with someone referrals. That's been a, I will say just, you know, like practically speaking, what's really what, what my bread and bread, bread and butter, quote unquote, I don't know if anyone else says that if you're not from the South, but my bread and butter during that time and, and still has been really, cause I've been very light on social media. Um, but was email, email marketing was Upwork. Um, Upwork is awesome for B2B marketing. So if you are a business owner and you're looking to serve other business owners, highly recommend Upwork, um, build out your profile on there and, and go, you're basically going to send proposals and like pitch yourself, which I think is so cool because it's going to skip all the fluff. It's going to skip all the fluff. And it's like, Hey, do you want to work together? Like I have these services. Let me help you. So Upwork, um, and referrals, email Upwork and referrals have been really awesome. And I will also say that I've been a little bit deeper in, in LinkedIn, which again is another social media platform. So I tread with caution there. Um, however, LinkedIn has been really awesome to cut some of the, the fluff and some of the, the surface level comparison that you can feel, right. you know, on, on link on Instagram and Facebook, not knocking any platform. I think that they're all great in their own way, but you have to check yourself. You know, so I've really enjoyed LinkedIn for the past few months as well. Yeah. Yeah. Practical tips for anyone thinking about, oh, I need to get off social. Well, those are good because like I said, too many times we're on, we're online businesses. So we think we have to have those things and you don't, (laughs) if it feels gross, it's just going to, everything's going to feel gross. So yeah, absolutely. Align. Definitely. So how do you think um, the marketing then affects the sales part of it all? <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Well, marketing is like the, it's, it's the precursor to everything. Yes. You know, marketing is the thing that's going to get your people inside of your funnel, quote unquote, right? Like not necessarily your funnel, like you've built on, on your funnel page, but like your actual business funnel. I don't care if you have a yoga studio or if you are a coach, like your funnel is, is your face is really the front line of your funnel. It's the first time that they speak to you. It's the first time that they ever hear from you. It's the first touch point they ever have with you. So if your marketing strategy is filling off, guess what? If you're going to wear it in your energy, you're going to wear it on your face, whether we like it or not. I got told yesterday, Lindsay, you're wearing your emotions on your face. <laughs> so it was a very good reminder that we, just because we're not saying it, just because we're not putting it out there through our words, um, sometimes that misalignment can come through our energy. So if you are not 
in, in alignment with that. And if, and if your marketing strategy, for an example, if you're showing up every day on Instagram and it's been, and you're spending a lot of time there and you're in the Facebook groups and you're just like six hours a day on social media and your number one value in life is presence or family, you have a misalignment there. Like, boom, there's your red flag. Like it, it's going to take a toll on your sales and your family and yourself, like, and all of the things that are entwined relationships, happiness, presence, all, all of those things are going to take a hit because it's not aligned with your values. So you have to check yourself and say, okay, does my marketing strategy really support my values? Because that's, what's going to increase your sales. It's like, for me personally, I love having conversations. I love doing this. I love talking to people on the phone. So it's been so easy for me to get a referral and say, Hey, someone says, Hey, Lindsay, like I have this person I think you could support, you know, um, for me to just say, cool, give me their phone number. I'll call them. Yeah. What? Like mind blowing, right? Like how easy is that to just pick up the phone and call someone? Well, that's the thing. Nobody does the phone thing anymore. It's like, there's they, the phones do work like as a phone and not just a texting tool. <laughs> That's it. And it's so easy to me and it fits my values. Like it fits easy, simple, light connection-based conversations. Let's see if this is a fit, you know, and just having real deal conversations. So you have to ask yourself, Hey, what are my core values? There's actually a really cool, um, this was actually by Brene Brown. And if you've read any, any of her work, or if you're familiar with, familiar with her work in Dare to Lead, and I think she even does it in Daring Greatly, but there's a list of core values on there. This is like a tangible exercise. Anyone listening can take away. Highly recommend doing this. There's a list of values and you can even Google it if you've never read it. Le- Google Brene Brown core values. And it's going to bring up an entire list of values. What you're going to do is you're going to go through that list of values and circle, circle your top 10. It's going to be really hard because there's like 50, maybe even more values on there. And you know, there's family, fun, achievement, all kinds of values. And you're going to want to circle them all. I know I did. I was like, all, all of these are important. What do you mean? So you're going to have to go through and circle 10. And then from that 10, you're going to narrow it down even further to your top two values. And it's so hard, but what it's going to do, it's going to make you prioritize those, those two first in your life and every single decision that you make in business in your marketing strategy and in your investments, everything and in, in where it is that you're spending your time, your energy, your money, all of your resources, you're going to say, okay, does this align with my values? Does this align with my top two core values? Because yeah, it may align with something else that was on your top 10, right? Or in the big list, but does that align with what's true to you? And then that's going to make every decision that you make from there on out so much easier, so much easier, you know? And for me, it was like, I even realized how for, okay. So for an example, my top two values are, um, growth and courage. So it's like, am I, um, committed to growth at all times? Absolutely. As a mother, as a wife, as a human, as a woman, um, as a business owner, I'm, I'm always committed to growth. That's just me. I'm super resilient. Like we're just going to keep going, you know, and then courage. Like, can I, do I have the courage? Can I stick to courage? Even in the hard moments, speaking up whenever it's hard, um, doing the thing that's hard, making the business decision that's hard, pivoting, uh, leaning back in this area, leaning forward in this area. And it's scary, but it's going to, it's going to call, it's going to require courage. And so what I found was that, okay, family or even, um, 
achievement. I, I even said that one, like that one's, that one's important to me. It's like, I want to have these really great things and I want to provide for my kids. But what I found was that growth and courage were like the predecessors to those things. It's like, for me to be committed to my family, first, I've got to commit to courage. First, I've got to commit to growing as a woman and as, as a mom, because then it's like the family is like enveloped in that, you know? So it, it's a really, really cool exercise, highly recommend. And then you're going to be able to see, well, my marketing strategy, does it fit in with these values? So for me, it's like, it took courage to stop selling on Instagram stories every single day. It took courage to stop doing a reel, you know, whenever I really didn't want to, it took courage to, um, to go out, to, to, to stray away from these mainstream online marketing tactics and to do things that fit my life, my family, my business, and the way that I want to do things. But it has nonetheless been the best decision I've ever made. Probably top, top three decisions for sure. (laughs) That, and it feels so good. Just listening to you say it just feels so good. And I I'm excited. I'm going to have to try that exercise. I've never done that. It's so good. I was, I was really surprised actually, whenever I went through it and I actually did the 10 and then got to the two, I was very surprised at what came on the other side. And so now whenever I'm checking myself, we keep talking about checking ourselves. It's like, that's what I have to come back to courage and growth. And my, does this support me in these two values? Does this support my commitment to these two values? Every single decision. Wow. So Let's talk a little bit about then owning your voice and standing out Mm. in these areas where, again, we all feel like we need to fit in. So we need to all do the same thing. We all, we look like little me too robots walking around, you know, 1000%. And I think it comes back to zooming out again. And it's like, you have to zoom out to zoom in. Sometimes you have to take a bird's eye view and say, is that really like a good representation of who I am and of what I stand for? Is that really me? Like I look back, Jill, on just, and it's, it's growth, it's growth, you know? So I look back on, on some of the stuff from, you know, two, three years ago. And I'm like, that is anyone but me. That wasn't me. Mm -hmm. And it's like in that moment, it felt like me because I was doing what I thought I needed to do. And I was committed to it because you know me, the achiever, right? I got some, I got some core wounds in there. We're working on, Um, but it's like, I, you have to zoom out. And if you feel like you're like, you're just trying to fit in, or if you feel like you're a cookie cutter mold of someone else next to you, it's probably because you are right. It's probably because you're doing the things that you've been told that you were supposed to do to, to get this certain thing, or maybe you're subconsciously mimicking someone else, or maybe you're, you're doing all these things because you want what you want really badly. You want to hit the X amount per month goal. You want to achieve that and you see what's worked for someone else. So you do what they do. And you think that that's going to be the thing, or that business model is going to get me there. Or if I do that course, that's going to get me there. And if I talk that way, that's going to be the thing, but what's going to be the thing is you being you. And I know it sounds so cliche. It sounds so corny, but it's so true because there's no one else in the world that does it like you do. Right. right. There's no one else in the world that's going to sell the way that you do. That's going to serve the way that you do. That's going to run a business the way that you do. That's going to help your customers and clients the way that you do. And so it's almost like if I'm selling you, if on the front of my lemonade stand, I'm, it says chocolate milk out there, but whenever your clients get to you and then you hand them a cup of lemonade, 
because you said, oh, well, I saw someone else sell chocolate milk, but I'm really going to be giving you lemonade, like mismatch what? And that's what a lot of us have been guilty of doing. Yes. And it's not, it's not out of maliciousness. It's not out of, um, you know, we're not trying to be out of integrity. It, it, we're just trying to get where we want to get you know, and, and that's okay. It's okay. But I think that we have to zoom out. We have to become aware of it. And then we have to come back to our core values and say, okay, what's going to allow me to be a representation of my values? What decision is in alignment with my values? And then you have to go from there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And all doing all of that is what brings you back to simplifying your business. And I am preaching on that constantly because I want that for everyone is to simplify their business so many times. And I've done it myself is you want to make sure that you make the right decision. So you're trying to just do exactly what that person does, but you don't even have any clue what the context behind all of that is. So it kind of goes with when you see these people screaming out that they made $10,000 in a matter of 10 minutes or whatever, (laughs) you know, and I let me show you how to do it. I caution that. I mean, it's, I, I do, and it's, you can do it, but there's a lot more that comes from it. And it's not in a matter of 10 minutes, something way back or what they've built up to has gotten them there. So exactly. exactly. Because even like Joe, whenever in the very first part, it's like, well, tell me about yourself. It's like, my story started way before I was ever a teacher. You yes. Know? Our, our stories start way before our elevator pitch, you know, like they start way years and years before that. So it's, it's absolutely impossible to mimic what someone else is doing in order to get to your goal. It's just impossible. So I agree with you, Jill tread, like, like go with caution, use your discernment in, in making investments or listening to the content that you're consuming and, and just, just zoom out a little bit if you need to. Um, there's a, there's a quote that it actually reminds me of whenever you said simplicity, it's, it's about coming back to simplicity. You know, um, it's, it's Tony Robbins says complexity is the enemy of execution. And it's like, if we are making things complicated and a lot of times that comes from us looking at what other people are doing and trying to like ABC, you know, ZYX, like trying to reverse engineer it, that is complex. Why not just put on paper what we know to be true? Why not just put put down what we know how to do 1000% without a doubt, you know, or we know that this is what we enjoy doing marketing wise, or we know that this is the thing that I can commit to every single day because it's what I do well. That's simple. Yes. It gets complex whenever you're learning things and you're doing things that don't align with you, that feel hard, you hate doing it. That's the enemy of execution because then you're never going to get to point Z. You're never going to get to the goal that you want to get to because now you've just like complexed it all up, you know? I love that. I love that you're all about the simplicity. And that was such a huge driving force when we were work, working together, Jill, it was like how, like, I just want this to be light and simple. And you know, the power of that, because as long as you've been working with business owners, like if I can make it simple for them, then they're, they're going to move forward. But whenever we start overcomplicating things, that's where it gets messy. That's when they get stuck. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Oh, this is such good stuff. I know it's so good. <laughs> so as we wrap things up here, what advice would you give to someone who is, you know, starting, whether they're starting out or maybe they've been in business for a while and they're just sitting there secretly tired and broke. (laughs) Oh yeah. You know, 
Hmm. What advice would I give them? Take one step today that's going to, just one step, not a thousand steps. Take one step, one baby step that's going to put like put you in the direction that you want to be moving in. So if you know that you want to start the business or if you know that you want to, you know, um, let's just go there. If you want to start the business, what is the very next step that you need to do? What is the, like, what, like not 10 steps from now, what's the very next thing that you need to do? Do you need to file for your LLC? Right. Do you need to, um, do you need to tell your spouse? Would that be the next step? Sometimes it's not starting the website or the landing page. What is the very tiny next step that you need to take? Because momentum, like any type of momentum that you have, any type of forward movement, that's going to propel more forward movement. And so it's whenever we get caught up and, well, how am I going to start the Instagram page? And I don't know content to post and I don't know how to do a website and I don't know how to do all those things. Well, it's like, what's the very next step that you need to take? Let's reel that in. (laughs) Start there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. All right. And then I do, I do want to ask you this question. What, what have you learned from being in this field that you feel like people should know? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Such good questions. What have I learned that I feel like people should know? There's so many things coming through right now. The first top, the top two things is that it, it it's, it gets to be easy for you. It does. It's hard, but wait, wait, wait. there's context to that. It's hard. It's, it's, sorry. I got a reminder going off over here, but it is hard and it will be difficult, but it gets to be easy. So whenever you feel that it's easy, relish in those moments and acknowledge those moments. And those days, whenever you feel like you have it all together, acknowledge those moments and say, wow, this really feels good because the more that you acknowledge it, the more that you're going to feel it, you know? And, and so like, don't, don't get it twisted now. It's going to feel hard and you're going to do things that are going to push you out of your comfort zone. But if you're checking in with yourself, you're making sure that you're aligned with your values, you're staying true to yourself. You're, you're taking those moments where you have to zoom out I promise you, you're going to start noticing those easy moments. They're going to become a lot more frequent than those really, really hard. those really, really tough days. Oh, oh yay. <laughs> yay. All right. So where can the listeners learn more about you? Yeah. So I, um, you can definitely find me on Instagram. I am still active there somewhat at lindsay.badillo, B-A-D-I-L-L-O. You can visit my website, um, lindsaybadillo.com. You can explore a little bit there, see a um, few ways to work with me or to get to know me. We also have our podcast. We are at 70 episodes. Now we'll be putting out 70 episodes this week, um, aligned and wealthy. So this was formerly known as the aligned coach podcast. And since over the last, you know, uh, three to four months, we've been expanding and evolving. So it's now aligned and wealthy. And this is the place where we talk all things leadership, um, heart-driven marketing, wholesome marketing, um, all of the things in between of, of rising into your level of wealth, whatever that means for you, because it's different for everyone. And also leading in our lives and leading in our businesses with heart, you know, and, and doing it with each other, doing it with community. So there. And thank you so much, Jill, for having us on. I've I've absolutely enjoyed this. Well, I, uh, I feel so honored to have you on the here, but thank you again for sharing all your knowledge and all these links will be in the show notes too. So 
Um, so they'll be able to get in touch with you as well. But uh, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Joe. I absolutely enjoyed this. Um, it's truly been an honor. It was an honor to work with you. I just love you so much. I think you're phenomenal. You're a phenomenal coach and mom and business owner and all the things and friend. You're a great friend. So thank you so much, Jill. Thank you.